because as somebody who is like committed to wanting to get more students of color, both into higher education and into the health profession, like representation is like everything, right? Like who are we that are serving those that we say are underserved and that we want to increase um, access for? But I think that over the last couple of years and then reflecting myself as reflecting on my own experiences, like as a graduate student, um, you know, it gets back to like, there does there isn't going to be racial justice, in my opinion, until we can actually address the, um, you know, until we can like really get at the fundamental values that are part of capitalism and like, and these like neoliberal values that unfortunately, like students are, you know, they've been susceptible to it. Um, they've been exposed to it. They've been um, undermined by it. Their self-esteem has been destroyed by it before they get to us. And then us as faculty members, faculty members of color, we've also been kind of, you know, um, really impacted by that. So then we end up in these places and then we end up in these positions where we're going to do some sort of mentorship and we have the same outcomes. We have the same things that we're now imposing on these young people that we were kind of like um, exposed to and they were imposed upon us. And we know that it really destroys both their creative thinking and then their larger senses of self. And I, you know, and I think that, like, when I was reading this, I was like, okay, so what's the remedy for that, right? Is it that we just need more representation? Or is it that we can actually hire people and bring people to the table who have learned to work and to collaborate in an environment that's more um, collective? And whether you want to call it socialist, anti-capitalist, or whatever, whatever, it's just not the ways that we've been relating to each other before. So it seems like that experience is also um, really important and also like central to racial justice. And I don't think that if we push for people who have those other types of experiences to come to the table, that means we're whitewashing it. Because I know we want to talk about the hippies on the farms and they have the collectives and they're, you know, and doing all these things, but that doesn't belong to just them, right? And you can maybe even make an argument that, you know, it's kind of been appropriated, right? That you can come back to us and look at the ways that we've related to us and that if we're going to be in institutions, then we have to be given a little bit of that power to change what our expectations are. Um, but also do it in a way that, um, that says we reject your expectations and outcomes because we don't think that they are right. And not because we think that our students can't meet them or that they're unfair, right? Um, because then, you know, I've, you know, I've been in too many meetings where it's like, well, you know, it's, you know, you know our students, they work in multiple jobs. Is it fair? for us to expect them to have research projects and to like, and to publish papers. And I'm thinking, well, what's the point of research projects and publishing papers anyways? Like what's at the core of that and why we want them to know that and can we build something around that instead? So anyways, that question just really had me thinking uh, about you know, why racial justice isn't gonna happen until we can actually talk about like the other parts of the system that are impacting us. Um, but I will say that the social justice, what does it mean to you and whether you think it's possible um, and also the hierarchies of oppression, um, those two were really like kind of quality. Sometimes I say social, I feel like I always want to say racial justice because there is no such thing as social justice unless there's racial justice. And I feel like that's like, that is enough. Because if you go and then you want to look at how do we get that, we are addressing all this other stuff. But I feel like social justice is more palatable. And it's, you know, it's like, 
more digestible for people. Like it's like it's more comfortable for people. People can like process it. Be like, okay, so we're not really talking about white supremacy only. And then in the meantime, I'm thinking in my head we're always talking about white supremacy, <laughs> right? Like that is what we're always talking about. That's what we're always dealing with. But now I'm also starting to think that like, um, we start to use the word social justice because we don't feel like it's okay to use the word freedom. We don't feel like it's okay to talk about like liberation. Um, we don't feel like it's okay to talk about um, like the inhumanity, like that's kind of been imposed on us. Um, and you know, I mean, at the end, like I didn't pick that question, I couldn't answer it because I'm like having a hard time with the, the term with, you know, I just saw some of the videos that the women have released at Standing Rock um, because, you know, they're in their final hour. And I think one of the organizers was just asking like, you know, why are you doing this to us? You know, and I'm like, can the social justice get at that question she's asking? You know what I mean, and I don't feel, I don't know anymore if that term gets at um, what she, you know, that heart that she's, you know, that soul that she wants to like move within us um, to get us to like recognize that they're humans and they just want to be able to live.